yo, it's 9.53. I told my wife I'd be home at 9.30. It's a 15-minute drive. I'm having a baby next Wednesday. That's crazy. I got to go home. Uh, thanks, Blue Otter, for sponsoring us. These Watugas are still nice. It's still summer, still hot, still sun in my eyes, still looking good. Still partying in the pool. Still feeling fresh with these frames on. Hope you Still getting asked about them. Yeah, man. Still pointing to the website. Point you to the website. You can get them at blueotterpolarized.com. Whatever kind of uh, frames you want. They've even got some fresh frames for big-headed dudes now. Which is a great thing for us. Great thing for and us. And our big-headed friends. We had on Rusty Thompson from the TWRA this week. We talked a lot about deer hunting, a lot about CWD, a lot about big-head carp. Busting heads. Busting heads. Problems. He's yeah. kind of a detective. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah, awesome. Hope you enjoy it. I got to go home. See you. Bye. Thanks. Bye. Brothers Hunt Podcast. Check us out. I got a tendency to drink and a temper I tend to lose. I got a reckless reputation and a redneck attitude. Are we ready? Ready. Q1077 with Rock and Rusty. What's up, Rusty? How are y'all? That was good. I appreciate that. One welcome. Thanks for coming back. Reed screwed up the other one. Hey, no problem. You want to talk about what you did, Reed? Oh, yeah, man. I definitely screwed up the last podcast. He took a day off. Or no, it was like a work day. It was like a day on. Oh, so you got paid for that, so you're not sweating it. I'm not sweating it. I think y'all faked it just so you could have Dude, it no, he didn't read. Um, dude, I was freaking. I was cleaning the pool. We got done. And we were like, dude, this is a great podcast. Oh, yeah, we were pumped. We were like, dude, that podcast was awesome. He was so awesome. Dan sold his four-wheeler that day. I was like, Reed, go in. Man, turn it on, man. Let's see our sounds. And it was like. Rusty has the T. Well, the TWR is doing some amazing things. It was, aw- and he was like, "No, ghosted, no, no, no." And dude, we remember we got depressed. I called John Palmieri. We called this. We know some like editing yeah, software so. editing. What's it called? Audio engineer. I'm gonna let you keep. Yes, that's actually it. I was gonna let you keep going, but you that, got it right. That was good. Yeah. Thanks. Man. I would have never guessed that. <laughs> I traded a back strap for him to like work on it. Yeah. And because uh, you can't sell it, don't go arresting me. Yeah, that's right. Don't, don't go me. arresting me. Don't go arresting me. The uh, yeah. So I'm glad to be back. <laughs> <laughs> So apparently Rusty has this computer. He I asked him if he needed the Wi-Fi. Why'd you bring a tough book? Well, he, he, he said, I said, do you need the Wi-Fi password? He goes, no, it's automatic. Hang on. How come <laughs> How come TWRA can't, can they not afford you? Y'all, as much as y'all charge for license, y'all can't get an Apple computer or something? This is uh, this is supposed to be pretty good. Tough book, game wardens. I like it. Panasonic? Um, come on, bro. It's got a handle. You can just carry it, it around. It does. Have and that. it's got automatic Wi-Fi. And I found out my wife has uh, a new Apple computer. Yeah. Uh, you can't put SD cards in it, so how am I supposed to check trail cams and stuff? On well, you can't. You have attachments and stuff. Oh, okay, yeah. I'm still learning, so that's um, garbage. Yeah, you don't. They have it's all USB stuff. It's crazy. She says it's awesome, but I'm like, oh, where do I put an SD card in? She's like, oh, you can't. You're like, like mm, tough book. Yeah, I'm like, mm, tough book right here on the side. Panasonic. <laughs> now you've been busting your heads lately, dude. You've been pretty slow. Uh, it's hot. Like nobody's out and about because no. it's hot. It did rain a little bit on the way up here. What today? Uh, this is like Snow Creek. That's um, where I live. I know, yeah. so it might have rained. How do you know that? 
because I know. Dude. <laughs> Dude, the tough book, man. Uh, here, let me pull you up right fast. Uh, the, uh, so hopefully that goes on down my way. My food plots are looking poor. So Are they? When did you plant them? Plan some of them on Saturday, but uh, I have some going from last year, and then I've got some uh, planted some last week. So Yeah, now's about the time to plant them, honestly. We, we have lived and died by the summers in Tennessee on food plots, man. Like every time I feel like, Oh, everybody's putting their corn in, everybody's putting their beans in. We better get our clover in. It's completely wrong, man. It is yeah. completely wrong. Like we don't even, well, there's always that like one and we just came through it. There's always that one stint every summer that gives you no rain. It's like drought for a month and a half. It's always August. And I it feel burns like. it up every year. If you, if you put them in, right plus it's just it. long enough yeah. for deer to start smashing it. So with them smashing the food plot and the summer being, hot as the gates of hell like they just go away it it was uh if you got them in in the spring because some of them something you can plant some clovers in the spring right. man tons of rain it was nice all mine looked really good yeah got a little weedy because it was so wet i had some weeds come up but yeah. uh yeah they're getting killed right now so I'm i sure. planted corn this year dude did you it looks yeah. good well here's the thing though this one i want to ask you like this the cobs are like probably that long. They're not like, you know, but will that last? I mean, it's probably two and a half acres worth of corn and they're not even, they don't even seem to really be hitting it yet. Um, and they probably won't until forage it, and stuff is down, right? Yeah. Uh, some of mine are starting to get hit right now because there's not a whole lot. It's dry. Like even the weeds are starting to die. Right. But, um, probably like soil test would be you know corn takes a ton of nutrients that's it the does. part about it so i mean that would be the, the best part for it is if you need some fertilizer but uh hopefully hopefully it lasts i know a lot of guys that plant like a small acreage and squirrels raccoons or deer will wipe them out before they ever really get a chance to hunt it so really i always we're probably about probably about three acres yeah I, uh, every time i've looked at it i've seen cobs coming off it look great yeah they look good so yeah Hopefully hey, what's the laws on that? Can you in Tennessee? Can you bush hog it? Can you run it over? Or can you, you just have to hunt it standing? No, you can you can bush hog it. You can manipulate it once it's in the field. Can't can't take it out and bring anything back. Can't add anything to it. So if you grow it, whatever you do, with sweet. It, so I can bush hog lanes in it yep. and hunt them. Yeah, yep. for deer and turkeys. I thought that was. Yeah, I doves, thought that's what it was. Um, uh, waterfowl would be, of course, a big no no, but. Uh, the uh, got a ton of ducks coming up there on the yeah. ridge. Yeah, <laughs> landing on the ridge. Yeah, up, there. up there on the ridge, the dry ass ridge, <laughs> um, chalky ridge. So we we have some as well, and that's what we're going to do is cut us some lanes in about about the time we go to uh, um, muzzleloader or somewhere around that time. When is that? October no, uh, first weekend or first Saturday in November. It's uh, it's a little later this time around. Oh, you're wrong, Reed. Uh, yes. Let me check my book. You check your book. <laughs> it's the second Saturday in November, if I'm not mistaken. I think you're mistaken. That's so, super ruddy, man. Let's, let's see. see. Oh, so we have a. It's you, November the ninth. So. Dang. Um, you usually, lose, Reed. Yeah, I lost. Dang. The second. Oh uh, yeah. Is the first. So. It's nice because it you just say the second is the first. It's the first. Saturday. Well, there's actually oh. five Saturdays in November, That's so I really wasn't wrong. No, we base wrong. hours by Thanksgiving. Yep. Uh, and that. Thanksgiving will we'll occur a little, a little later, later than the, in the year. Dude, so stop. I told you I know all this stuff. Yeah. So I mean, I gave a book last time I was here, and I think I signed it. So. Dude, I, I read it every night. So. You signed one? No, but he's signing signed. this. He's signing this one. Mine didn't get signed. The. Uh, I did have any, uh, speaking of corn, uh, on the velvet hunt, a guy 
did something that blew my mind. Of course, he, yes, you bust he, his head. No, he's a uh, guy that hunts locally. Uh, he's probably one of the better hunters I know. He's a great Me? guy. Uh, he they have a large cornfield. He had a nice buck coming in, so he knew that he wouldn't be able to hunt the corn. Of course, most of the velvet hunt. Why stuff couldn't is, he cut the corn? Well, it was standing. So he went to the farmer. Said, "Hey, what do you want for bow range? Fifty mm. yards around my tree stand." Paid his farmer whatever that corn was worth, and he bush hogged it down. So he was loaded with deer. Nice. Super idea. Would have never crossed my mind. It's a great that's idea. Great idea. Um, didn't kill the buck he was after, but had awesome sits. Man, like that's awesome. That 20 buck, 20 deer, you know, coming in there in that one little spot that he had. Super 50 yards in a stand. Yeah, yeah instead awesome. of like a 40-acre cornfield right. you know, where the deer just scattered out, he just congregate them all to his side great. on the upwind side so he was he was smart about it and dude I was like, that Man. is smart yeah, yeah. but that's yeah, why he's pretty good hunter he consistently kills big deer so i he's one of those guys i call for advice so that's hmm. awesome yeah i'd like to know who that guy was yeah i'd like to know that guy don't say his name <laughs> on the pocket. yeah i would like to know that's a great idea it was it was smart we so go to the farmer say hey you know what's this worth? Uh, although, doesn't... how much is that worth? I mean, was that like a thousand dollars or something? Because that's no a lot idea. of money to not kill. It wasn't. A, it wasn't a small. It wasn't. It wasn't a lot because it was only like seventy-five yards worth of. Yeah. It, it really bow range. I guess I just don't On, know. Kind of out front. I I didn't ask for the price. So. Yeah, a lot of yeah. That's I mean, that's how a lot of those guys in the Midwest hunt. There's those huge cornfields. Is there's no way to hunt the whole thing. Yeah. So you've got to cut them. Yeah, but the way they do it is they buy like two acres in front of their stand, and that farmer cuts everything except yes. that. Well, know, yeah, they leave that standing. Leave stand it's a good idea. Beans or whatever. So should I, because I only have three acres, should I mow mine like the week before I want to hunt it or whatever? It worked good for him. He mowed it like five days before. Um, hmm. and that, that helped him out a little bit. So I would, you know, kind of what you're looking for, or, you know, if you've got, I guess he had that buck coming in that area during the early hunt. So uh, that's what he was gotcha. after. If you didn't have that buck coming in, you know, uh, had a lot of does instead, I'd do it right, right prior to the rut or something. So you get all those. Let me ask uh, you this. When do you feel like Tennessee rut is? Well, because you know everybody has different theories on this. Our area, and I've checked does. Um, okay, you can for like five bucks, you can go to. I, don't know, I hate to throw out sponsors that aren't mine, but QDMA's website. You yeah. can buy uh, like a measuring stick, and you when you kill a doe in the late season, you measure the fetus. Wow, what? That's the official biological way that we do it. I ain't doing that. Um, little weird at first. Yeah, you get used <laughs> yeah, to it. Yeah, I ain't doing that, bro. Get used to it. Um, and now I'm like, oh yeah, let me have that. I put it on the measure, and you you that'll give you a idea of the exact day she yeah. was bred. Wow. So most of ours are like the fifth to like the twentieth of November. Yep. The ones that I have checked personally, dude. So. That is super interesting. That, I would not have thought yeah, that's for, how you do that for like five bucks. So, but that um, makes sense. I mean, yeah, I, I had no clue that. about I'm that. I'm gonna either. call you. I'm gonna call you and let you. I have a picture. Uh, if I I'm do, good, dude. I'm good with so. fetuses. Oh man, yeah. yeah. We'll just holler at you. It's a. Yeah. It's just a keep that tough book on you. Yeah. Yeah. You can you but can email me from wherever. Enough right? with the tough, okay? <laughs> the uh, I want one. It does uh, look cool. Sponsored by Tough Book. A lot of times, uh, you know, guys are that last 
doe hunt we put on the antlerless it's, yeah. it's after season right that's Private when, land that's when yeah that's when a lot of guys get out and harvest a bunch of does yeah because they've been if you tell them they can't kill a buck then then they're looking for some does finally for sure so and i'm i'm on the same ways and we're is, that trying, the, is that like the theory behind that like oh yeah well, I mean, I don't know if that's, the, but there's TWRA a lot of is outsmarting us like crazy. They're smart. Uh, They're smart. Well, there's a lot of farms that where they, you know, if the guy's out there, he's looking for his buck. Yeah, and he'll go the whole season. Oh, I'll kill a doe next weekend. I'll kill a doe next weekend. I'm kind of that guy, no doubt. And you give them that five days where they got to get it done to manage their herd. Smash. Some of them smash get down. So yeah. And then there we are. We're by that time, their the fetus is big enough that we can measure it. So. Yeah, that's super oh. interesting. How do you feel like our uh, buck to doe ratio is here in Tennessee, or at least in our area? Way off? Um, not way off. Um, but the average hunter, you know, here we're allowed what, like three hundred does? Yeah, three does a day. Yeah, three does um, a day. Three does a day for almost a hundred days of season. Jeez. It opens uh last week of september closes first week of january so that's long long a lot of days yeah no doubt i personally feel like it's too long but whatever um and you're allowed two bucks so you would think somebody would kill a lot more does than bucks but it's not the case Mm -hmm. the average hunter kills like less than one deer and like almost we kill as many does as bucks the average hunter in tennessee kills less than one deer a year so we do yep dang that is not us. They get no, out. that's not us. But I mean, he's of course there's there's you know you portion in East Tennessee where they they don't have three does a day and stuff like that. Gotcha. You have to think about the worker too, like like the nine to five guy that he didn't get a lot of time to hunt, so he's gonna hunt on the weekend. So he didn't want to spend most of his time gutting a deer or you know messing up his property by shooting does. Can I tell you a story about when I moved into my house? Hopefully, this guy didn't listen to the podcast. I was riding around and I saw a tractor cutting. I tr- saw a farmer cutting grass for a guy that I knew. And I stopped by there and I knew he had like 10 acres. And I don't have a super huge, I have like 16 acres. So I saw this guy and I was like, man, I'm going to talk to him and see if he hunts and if I can get on his place or whatever. So I was talking to him and he said, uh, yeah, man, uh, you hunt? You, you, do, you do a lot of hunting, don't you? And I was like, yeah, because he knew my wife from cutting hair or whatever. Mm-hmm. So. I said, yeah, I hunt a lot. And he said, um, man, let me just tell you how it goes out here. You're going to get out there and there's going to be 50 does come by you. I was like, okay. He said, if we can get everybody around here to quit shooting small bucks, we can grow some around here. I was like, dude, me and this guy are going to be pals, you know? So I was like, man, that's exactly how I am. I said, I try not to shoot anything that's under four or five years old, man. I'm I'm an age. Oh, yeah, me too, man. I love, I love big age deer. I was like, cool. I said, well. Have you killed some decent? You've been around here for ten years. You killed some decent deer. He's like, "Oh, I killed a big nine point last year." I was like, "Man, that's awesome." He said, "Yeah," and then I killed a four point. I was like, "What? You killed a four point for what?" He was like, "Well, I got sick and I didn't get to hunt much, so I was only got to sit and stand once. So I shot a four point." I was like, "Dude, you were just telling me that you see fifty does the second you sit down, and you're killing four corns." Like I just straight busted him out. Luckily, that guy moved. But I see what you're saying. I think a lot of people had rather shoot four point bucks than does. Why is that? Um, I don't know. I don't know if it goes back to mentality or, I mean, there's the 
obvious antler obsession everybody has it right I mean, any just about any hunter will have it but uh i pulled up some numbers with my fancy computer nice um, last year if these are accurate which TWRAs. oh wait are you saying they're not I don't you, do the you, numbers. <laughs> I pull them off the website. Can't speak for somebody else. I can't, it I appears like it. that we had about 62,000 does harvested, a little over. Okay. Uh, well, female, we call female. Right. Uh, and 83,000 bucks. So 20,000 more we bucks. We killed 20,000 more bucks in this state than we did does. Yep. Wow. So uh, That is unbelievable. How do you feel like our herd is? Do you feel like it's a healthy herd across the state? Uh, or would you say it was herding? Herd. <laughs> Ryan, uh, Ryan I would it. say it's good. Uh, now we're very well here. We're yeah. we're blessed. What do you mean, like this area? Yes. Oh, cool. I'll say Middle Tennessee. Great. Uh, tons of deer, tons of turkeys. Um, West Tennessee obviously has the CWD issue stuff going on. That's to be determined. Sure. Um, here, anything I'd say in Murray County, which is obviously my domain, uh, we're probably overpopulated. Wow. It would be great if guys would shoot some more does. Um, even on my farms, I try, but none, a lot of my neighbors don't shoot. That's, they, they just, they're holding off for those bucks. Yeah. So that last week I'm trying to call the neighbors like, Hey, you go. And they, they don't. Yeah. So, um, it prolongs my rut. Uh, one farm in particular, instead of seeing a good defined rut in November, the best rut I see is December 8th through the 15th. Hmm. And that's what we consider a second rut. Yeah. And that's about the only time you see chasing because there's so many does and so many deer, I don't really get to see them chase. They hmm. don't have to chase. If they were to cut that, if we that's cut our numbers back, it would, instead of a three-week rut, it would be a more defined. For sure. Um, and, of course, there's there's a part of the, the mountain down in uh, around Franklin County, around the uh, Alabama line that has a late rut. Hmm. Um and they, some of those guys argue it's in February. Eh, probably not, but mm-hmm. it's definitely around more around December to Christmas. So, <laughs> yeah, um, that would help. And then plus, what a lot of people don't think about. So wait, let me just make sure that our listeners are clear about what you're saying. If we shoot more does, we will have a more consistent rut here in Middle I mean, Tennessee. Not. I'm going to say for our area, you know. You're going to say, you are saying for our area? I'm going to say for the the farms that I get out and look at. So, uh, I hate, and the the best thing about the way our season is, you can kill 300. So, if you're seeing a lot of does, you can shoot a lot of does. No doubt. If you're seeing the evidence, like you've got a heavy browse line. Yeah. Like, and what I mean. Hang on, let's talk about, yeah, let's talk about what a browse line is. The farm I'm talking about, when I walk out into the field, like there's a, 15 acre crop field mm-hmm. you look around the edges all four edges was to be about deer head high there's no leaves on the trees hmm. because they're nipping them all yeah that's when you have a heavy browse line you walk through the woods and the deer have nipped everything they can eat um you once you get kind of a feel for it you can especially this time of year you pick it up you can just it just sticks out like sore thumb if they're yes. eating it now yeah. johnson grass they're obviously probably not eating so all right They'll they'll just nip it off. You can go late winter, late summer. It's real defined. Hmm. Uh, that probably means that your woods either aren't healthy, or you're you're overbrowsed. Who? Oh. In our case, cool, we're man. overbrowsed. So, gotcha. um, yeah, those farms could be thinned out. Now, if you get hit with uh, EHD or you're not seeing any deer, obviously you probably don't need to be shooting stuff if you're not seeing them. Gotcha. But uh, the uh, 
that's that's the best way to do it. You could we let people manage their own farms. So if you're seeing a ton of does, not many bucks, or just little yeah, squirt it, bucks. It never hurts to shoot a few does. Gotcha. So. Never hurts. Never. never. Never hurts in our area. So shoot them. And, and we're not even going to get into that. Do we shoot them early or do we shoot them late? That big debate that everybody. Come on, let's have. get into it for a second. How do you feel about it? You just shoot them. That's so, kind of how I feel about it. It doesn't um, really matter. If she blows, she goes. So. No doubt, <laughs> so, dude. If she's yep, a noisy I'm, I'm dog. You, gotta go. Yeah, that, I got the same same stance as a lot of people do on that. So uh, uh, they'll bust you. I mean, I mean essentially, like whether you take that deer in the in September or in January, I mean that doe. You know, I've already heard the argument. Well, they could be carrying your your buck that you wet, let breed or whatever. You know, but honestly, that that deer wasn't gonna have that baby either, or that that fawn either way like whether you shoot it in the spring i mean not spring sorry yeah don't shoot them in spring <laughs> where to shoot them in september or december the, uh, uh, <laughs> only you know, it's super hard times if yeah. you shoot them like if, let's say you we talk about your food plot get hit you know if they're wearing it out like i have i had a two acre clover field and early in the summer when it looked good it was nice and lush i had a bachelor group of bucks coming in all of a sudden like 20 does come in, took it over with their fawns, hmm. and my bucks have about disappeared. I don't you know. You think that they'll they, push them out a little bit? I don't know if they pushed them out or it just, they overgraze it so much the bucks are like, I'm going to find some better nutrition somewhere For sure. else. I mean, but either way, they left. And that's speaking from a farm that, that I manage. So, um, yeah, if I had a chance, about 12 of those does should probably go. So, um, <laughs> uh, doesn't matter when they come. The, the cool thing about taking them later on in the year is if you, want to you can measure the fetus and find out when she was bred yeah i'm not doing that so the seems, like you, seems like you really enjoy that yeah why do you keep bringing that it's up neat. it's a it's something that uh the average guy can do and have you know master's degree results yeah. so it's easy convincing but, uh, hashtag uh, so, results so, convincing so, yeah. convincing you, know, argument. you don't have to ask you know That's all these true. guys are like oh yeah i saw this buck chasing a doe in march you're like, well, you know, they probably chase them all the time. I mean, it's right, no yeah. big deal. But when does the breeding season actually occur? Boom. That's how you find out. So. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to say, if I did go through with this, I kind of like to have a jar with some glycerin in there and maybe like keep that fetus in there, dude. Yeah, um, I don't do that. I but, think I uh, would, man. I mean, if I'm taking it out and I'm like examining, and that way you could go, like you could sh when your buddies go, oh, the ruts in. February, you can be like, chicka, chicka, not chicka, here. Chicka. It's not. Oh, it's at, least, it, at least with this, Dude, would that not be a cool party? No, it's just getting a little weird, man. Yeah, I don't think it's like a tequila. Oh, I think yeah, it's pretty cool. Sorry. Okay, maybe it's not as cool as I thought. Um, but it's neat. I mean, whatever. So a bunch of the guys that I hunt with are like, ugh. And then once I figured it out, I'm like, hey, this is when she got bred. They're like, oh, really? I'm like, yeah. Then they're kind of into it. Yeah, they're kind of more into it. So it's pretty cool. Which yeah. of course, you know. You, you see the activity more in chasing than actual breeding anyway. That's what a lot of hunters call lockdown. So yeah, uh, when you see them out there chasing around, that don't actually mean she's she's ready. Right. She's still running. You've been busting any heads lately? No. How many times have I asked that? Oh, uh, actually, you want you want a lot of pity story? Up, well, I haven't finished. Two two heads have been busted. Yeah, let's talk Ooh, about them. Uh, one of them was a good catch. Uh, I was actually hunting during turkey season, which okay. I I don't. I don't hunt a lot on the weekends. Um, 
it was late in the season. Turkey season really slows down once it starts getting hot and the bugs start coming out. Yeah. I was uh, took a, a guy that was a double amputee. This is the bad part of the story. He, <laughs> he can't go. He's um, – You threw him off, man, when you I told did, me to I quit did, breathing in the mind. Sorry, did you? Double amputee. Uh, yeah, so um, – uh, the pressure was there for me to put him on a bird. He's yeah, not, tell me the logistics of how that works. I'm not making a joke about it. I'm just saying got, literally. Um, prosthetics. Okay. So he's pretty good. Uh, but late in the year, tall grass gets him. Oh, dude, I can't I imagine. didn't know either. Like Definitely I, makes it tougher. For like sure. I had to I had to learn. You know, the vines yeah, have grown back. Right. So I had a blind set up, been seeing some birds. Uh, we didn't have luck that morning. You're, you're pretty stationary. So... Um, and to make it even harder, we were trying to bow kill his with crossbows. Oh, gosh, so we, man, just, we like, you know, we just like a good, good, yeah, good challenge. Good so, challenge, I feel. <laughs> so we're going back to the truck, and a bird is right on the neighbor's property, um, hammering, hammering, yep. and he's strutting with some hens. So I'm like, ah, I doubt he leaves his nice little strut spot. It's shady. It's already hot. Um, but let's back off. They're trying to get it on film. We call. Nothing happens. Uh, he he'll gobble to us, but you know he he's not crossing that through. Yeah. So I'm like, well, let's give up on him. We'll go somewhere else. On our way back to the truck, pow! And I kind of looked at them, and they're like, "That was a gunshot." Like, yep. So of course I run. I'm in my personal clothes and camo in my personal truck. So mm-hmm. run back to the truck, and I see this little car had pulled up in my neighbor's, and they, there's this clean. Uh, mowed. They mow it weekly. Uh, you know, ours was always, I was on the farm. Mm-hmm. They were kind of more of a yard area. Mm-hmm. Pulls up, shoots it with a 17 HMR. <sighs> rimfire. Now, did you know that when you heard the shot? Oh, uh, I knew it was rimfire. Uh, they even, it was very distinct. You could even hear it hit the turkey. So, wow. Wow. Um, it, luckily, the guy wasn't from Murray County. I don't know if he did it on purpose or accident, whatever, fate. What do you mean accident? How do you accidentally well, shoot a I mean, turkey he, with a... He, when he left from there, because I would have never... I had to go open the gate, you know, get back to the truck. Right. He took a dead-end road. So when he come out of the dead-end road, I was sitting there in my truck waiting on him on the phone to the sheriff's department saying, hey, I need somebody to come help me. Yeah, fine. Yeah, because you know that dude's got a gun. Well, uh, pulled him over, which he didn't take any time. He was quick. Um the deputy was close by. My partner was out working. Luckily, he was. Uh, he's always handy, so he was there within 15 minutes. Dude had already grabbed the bird, threw it in the trunk. It was in a car, and he was a big time poacher. No uh, way. In a different county. Dang. Um, and we went through the whole court process. It went well. I ended up putting my hunter on a bird the next day, so it, it was all a good weekend. Yeah, great yeah. weekend. They were pumped because they're like, "Oh, this is awesome." I'm like. Man, it is, but you just never get a day off. You know, you're like, <laughs> this is the one day where I'm focused on trying to get this guy a bird. And yeah, gotta you got to be out there busting heads. And I'm out there dude, busting heads. So. Never go down a dead end road. Yeah, if you, just for your listener, if you, if you always, if you create, I got a buddy that do says, crime. "Don't break the law when you're breaking the law." Yeah, man. You know what that means? I almost put that in a song the other day. Really? Absolutely. It's like if you're rolling with weed or something. You better stop that. I actually had a buddy one time, and we didn't. Our dad was a preacher, so like we didn't grow up drinking and stuff much in high school, mm. actually any. But he like had some weed, and he was like, "Golly, you can tell you ain't, Remy. you can tell you ain't never, 
you ain't never rolling no weed. And I was like, why? He's like, because you've been doing 15 miles above speed limit and, and blowing through every <laughs> yeah. stop sign you went to. So it was pretty uh, pretty funny. Just if you're, if you're going to break the law, make That's sure you're true. not breaking the law. I mean, which, of course, you know, his was uh, – and he had a, he had several ended up catching several charges for it, but um, went through the court system and they took his privileges for life, life, lifetime ban. So that's I didn't even know that was an option, dude. Um, it's not used a lot. Um, usually, it's for somebody that's that's been caught several times or it's super aggravated. So this uh, guy had some priors. He had had a few priors. Um, so just a little lesson out there to all you poachers, if you're listening to this podcast, try to get a heads up. You can lose your stuff for life. Let me ask you this. Does that affect him in other states? It does. Uh, That's what I'm I was going to bring that up, so that was a great point. Thanks, uh, bro. You know what I'm saying? I do my homework. Whatever. The, um, <laughs> there, we have a, what we call an a interstate violator compact. Okay. So when you lose your privileges here, 47 or 48 states. Um, so unless you're hunting in Hawaii <laughs> and Alaska. Yeah, good luck. Uh, I think Alaska's in and in like Nebraska for some reason. So Come uh, on, Nebraska. It's in the process, but I don't think it's went through yet uh and we talk about a little, there's a little section in our hunting guide even if uh you're from a different state you come up here and poach and you're like i just ain't going back to court right they can enter you in the compact and you can't buy a license in your home state you so, ain't above the law it, you better uh, pay that ticket in colorado Reed, for trout fishing in that pond i told you to dude i paid that on time i saw somebody got a ticket dirks bentley he yeah. did. He just got a yeah. ticket. Yeah, he did. <laughs> what was he doing? I don't know I the story. Was, I, thought, I thought it was trout fishing. So it was. Yeah. Same thing. That's you be doing a little research on that. I think it was in Colorado. It was. It was in Colorado. Which, I mean, you know, no big deal. No big I mean, deal, so, dude. Um, nobody, you know. I'm gonna look it up though. Here, talk I for a second. Imagine some some. Some of our trout streams are pretty hard to keep. You know, if you're in Gatlinburg, you have to have a special license. Really? Yeah, I can imagine if you're just randomly go out to somewhere and you're like i think i'm gonna go fishing today yeah thinking you know, that, that every fishing license take yeah, care of that river colorado i apply for uh elk and mule deer some and i've hunted out there for elk and mule deer it's pretty complicating i mean so for it sure. is pretty and there's a ton of land all which i think all states hunting rules are complicating even ours it's just one of those things if you're from there you kind of get used to it if you're not eh. so a lot of times i'm like um are, are, are we really sure this is legal or not legal? <laughs> so I'm trying to phone a friend myself, so I, I understand. So. Dirk's Bentley fans rat him out for unlicensed fishing after he brags on stage. Sounds like he needs a better fan base. Brags on stage. On stage at the Colorado Music Festival, country music superstar Dirk's Bentley bragged about the fishing they did earlier that weekend. And what did concert goers do after hearing the two trade tall tales? Oh, it was him and Luke Bryan. They called part. <laughs> Parks and Wildlife of Colorado to see if he had his license. Here's another. If you're going to break the law, don't talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> it was very heartening that they cared that much, Colorado spokesman said. That is pretty cool. Yeah, that is pretty cool. That's great. So. I'm trying to see what. I mean, that's the goal is to keep everybody on. Bentley sure. posted Absolutely. a video online of himself in the truck as the officer wrote him a ticket. He, he warned Luke Bryan that hey, he may be next. $139 fine, dude. Dirk's Bentley ain't, he ain't sweating no $139 no, fine, But dude. that's not the point. Okay, the, okay. Um, I mean, I heard he took it well, so that's always a plus, too. Yeah. If you do get a ticket, I mean, just like in his case, man, man, up. man up. Absolutely. So, yeah, absolutely. Uh, that's true. Last, Take it like a champ. Yep. I mean, every ticket I've ever had has been, you know, just man up. So I'll say this sure. about Dirk's Bentley. He's a good dude, man. He's a good dude. 
Yeah, he's a good, he's a good dude. Good dad. Good hair. Good songs. What's your favorite Dirk Bentley song? Hi, Come on, let me spot. put you on the spot here. You Come put on. Me on the spot. I, I can't. I can't go into my fan base there. So. <laughs> I might like be, it. Might be a ringtone. Maybe a phone rings. So. Yeah, <laughs> it could, could be. <laughs> I like it more of his old school stuff, which I'm. I kind of like more old school country. But uh, mm, that's interesting. Like what? What's your? Uh, let's talk a little bit about this. I like a little bit. I like a little bit of everything. Like, who's like your I Sunday have, drive? First, I have zero musical talent, so I, I okay. don't judge people. For Everybody's it, got so. a voice. Yeah, uh, mine's terrible. Okay. So the um, I, I don't I don't can't play any instruments. Music is by far my weak spot, but I I like a wide genre. So okay, listen to a little bit of anything and just roll with it. Like so. right now, if we get your truck, who are you jamming? Uh, I don't know who. I don't even know what radio station. For one, I don't. So do you listen to the radio the podcast? Line? I'm a radio guy. Okay, so we appreciate you. Yeah. Q one oh seven rockin' rusty, rusty, rusty. To, 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 to rusty. So um okay, radio, what radio mostly what what radio do you what radio station? Mostly the country uh country around and then um I also have some like one oh two nine and I hate to like say stuff on there. No, that's all right. But, we'll, we can uh, cut it out if you want yeah. us to. But uh a wide mix, you know. Gotcha. Yeah, man. I might be hearing you a rap if guy? At, well, if I'm at the gym, maybe listen to some Eminem. Okay. I'm more of an old school rap guy, like 2000s. Well, let me tell you about a guy that you're going to love. Okay. It's a guy named NF that we just got turned on to. He's from Detroit. He was a Christian rapper, but he. Dude, is it sick? He is awesome. He's like the clean Eminem. Yeah. And he, he, he actually raps a lot about like his anxiety and the stress of like fame and fame and stuff. Yeah. It's super interesting, <laughs> man. Neat. Yeah, check him out. I NF. like. If if it's rap, I kind of want it to be where I can still understand it. No yeah. doubt. This guy, of, you can. This guy's now. I just especially if you're into Eminem. He's from Detroit, and he like kind of studied him and stuff. So it's so, he's it's really similar, great. but yeah, I mean, it's it's really intellectual and good. So who's the other head you busted lately? Um, uh, I finally finished up on an investigation that I've been working on for six months. What? That's five, awesome. Five so are you a detective? A lot of, of paper. Yeah, we kind of are. That's the. Peculiar part of our job is you're like the first like responder. Pseudo detectives that you can like teach on a weekend. Dude, we can do. we help you be detective? Can we be the baby brothers detectives? Yeah. Maybe the brothers detective. The yeah, brothers detective. I mean, uh, I got a bloodhound. That's true. It's it's kind of crazy because you'll go through the whole crime scene process just like a murder a murder scene, except uh, a lot of times for them it's easy because. Uh, there's a lot more blood splatter on walls than there would be in the middle of the woods. So wow, um, true. It's a, uh, it's different. Uh, well, it, the thorough investigations, the ones that, and that's kind of what I like. I like the real investigations. Um, I mean, writing somebody a ticket that their fan turns in, you know, eh, whatever. Yeah. It's just part yeah. of the job. Part of the job, right? But actually catching the real guys. I do walk us through a little CSI show. here, but man. like this cool like. Like as you talk about this, like you're you're fighting for the animal. Like who? Nobody fights for the animal. That's true. That's no, awesome, I mean, dude. Who and, knows? and the big part is like what I guess what irritates me. Of course, I'm a hunter. Is the guy who maybe had that deer that was you know put in all the time and effort, let no it grow through years. So and me, sure. and so yeah. me. Yeah, you just come or come dad and smoke it. So. Or dad, man. Like we got yeah. a sixty-five year old dad that like works hard to keep big deer around on his property, and you got. Jabroni's out there poaching them at night with that's not cool. Nope. Yeah. Yeah, this part of part of this nope. was uh he was shooting them early 
uh, before season started. And I think a big part of that is because other people hunted the property. Gotcha. So he was trying to get a head start. All right, so walk us through the how – does, how does this even – I mean, obviously you can't I tell can, me. I can't go into very many details. Cause Just give me the CSI version. Court, uh, yeah. But it, uh, usually uh, stuff – whether it be a tip or something like that, and then we just pretty much just start. In this case, uh, it was it was a lot of paperwork, a lot of gotcha. computer work, a lot of uh, search warrant type deal. And just I spent a lot of time taking notes, just the whole trying to figure stuff out. Okay, so let's here. just take so so the way it works is you're saying when an investigation like this goes down, let's say the first two months of the six months it's just investigating the paperwork and stuff like that yeah and then you do to, and then to, you want to get eyes on eventually well uh this one was when i'm I got trying to, to keep you from like yeah when i got the tip about like one. just a few days later uh we were doing a search warrant for the house for computers and stuff like that and and meat and uh, you know evidence oh, that quick huh stuff. yeah you, you so got, you can you get a tip and then just jump on it that quick if it's a good one. Gotcha. Uh, there was obviously some other stuff. Some one of the best cases that I've ever seen is it was more of a long term type, like you're talking about. They just find deer with their heads cut off. They're shooting them at night, cutting their head off just for the antlers, leaving the body. So that warden would go around. He would look for brass um, uh, or bullets just on the road or metal something. detector. Through the, through the carcass trying to pull the bullet out. Wow. And then he was taking samples off all the deer. When he finally put it together enough to get a search warrant, went and took all the deer from the guy's house and tried to match those samples up. No way. So, Did it work? Yeah, it worked on <laughs> That's several. What's up. That's several. what I'm talking so, about. He needs a documentary on that you, cat. For sure. You know, you match this head that's on his wall. Oh, yeah, it makes sense. With the deer that was laying out there that you with know the, was poached at night. So could that work on like a 10 point that was taken two or where's, three years? <laughs> um, if you got a sample, yeah, it would. Um, that's cool. Yeah, we do it. We'd, I do it for like permission. Um, I have a, a couple cases like let's say somebody shoots a turkey on this guy. Well, all he finds is a pile of feathers. But he knows, believes he knows who it is. If I can get a feather off that bird and we can make a match, you know, you can prove. Yeah. Um, that is so. crazy. It's awesome. It's De- forensic. Definitely yeah. going to be burning some turkey carcasses behind my house tonight in case anybody wants no, to come. No doubt. So Eat a, eat a, eat a leg or something. The, <laughs> some uh, fire roasted turkey leg down at <laughs> Santa Fe. I'm just kidding, man. Don't follow me home. The, uh, he already knows where you live, dude. Yeah. yeah. How do you know where I live, dude? dude look at that computer in his lap, bro. Dude, yeah. can we, if we bring up the tough book one more time, I'm cutting this podcast off. It looks cool, though. Well, um, it's efficient, so. What are you, <laughs> anyway, doing? Right, what are you right. doing on that tough book? Are right you like, now I'm not doing anything. Taking notes? Yeah. So On us? Kinda. It's tough. It's like 10-point on the wall. It's no. like 10-point on the wall. I was on our website camo. in case it's y'all like asked can- me hard questions. But, uh, <laughs> Let's get some hard questions. Let's talk about CWD for a little bit. Oh, chronic wasting disease. Yeah, so um, they just found one in Tipton. Tipton County, that's a new one. Um, Where is Tipton County in, in relation to Tennessee? It's uh, north of Memphis on the Mississippi River. Nice. So do you feel like that's just kind of crawling out of that western, because it was like Selmer, yeah, it's uh, kind of Fayette, McNary, it's, um, Hardeman? It's in, yeah, it, it's definitely, Tipton was already what we considered in the hot zone. The red outlining zone. It wasn't in the tested positives county, Yeah, so it, it is a confirmed case there. But, you think that joker walked up the river? Uh, I'd say he spread, no doubt. Um, 
course, you know, of over there, the river floods, it congregates deer like crazy. Hmm. And we, we was it two years ago, three yeah. years ago, we had to shut the hunting down because guys were, all the deer were congregated on islands. They could just go to the island shoot. Yep. Or just wow. whatever you wanted, you pick one out, and they were just standing. They had nowhere to go. Right. They flooded. So, obviously, it's not very sportsmanlike, and it's not fair to the deer. So, um, now we've got it to when the river reaches a certain height, we'll cut cut it off. But that... You know, you take stuff like that into account, and all those deer get congregated together. It wouldn't be hard to pass it back and forth. So, so they can pass it through saliva. Yep. Uh, CWD gets passed um, pretty much. Uh, what we're figuring out now is just a lot of ways: urine, feces, saliva. Um, they say now that if a deer uh, has urine or feces in one spot that a deer can come by later on and pick it up no way just, so it, just by like stepping on it so well, it doesn't it have a to, shelf life then. yeah it, it doesn't have a shelf life it, they i think they're the last i heard it was like 18 years in a lab and they're still finding it in the soil so just alive in the soil kind of like uh uh i guess a lot more people are more familiar with like parvo you know yeah. once once a dog has parvo it, it seems like it's always in the soil right so um they're even saying, and I'm not an expert by no means, but that uh, there's a chance that it could be grown in a crop, and that crop brought here, and then it would go back into the soil. Oh, that says, is man. terrible news. It is. Um, it's definitely going to be a game changer, especially for that area. It's not. We're not in the hot zone in in what we consider the middle district. So yeah, but it kind of seems inevitable, right? Like um, it. A lot of other I mean, states have done a, had, had a different, a pretty good job of keeping it congregated, <laughs> and we've we've always tested for it here. Uh, even when I was in college, I volunteered with the state on the weekends, yeah. and that's what I did. I, I pulled samples out. That's what they're doing. It used to be the old check stations. Now it's like processors and taxidermists right. on the weekends, opening weekends, busy weekends. So, yeah, it's a, a mutated protein, is what a lot of a lot of claim it is and we have a pretty good uh, definition of it all in our hunting guide um, but it's been around for 60 years oh had, so this is a, it's not like this is a brand new thing like it states is, it just is for us it's it brand new for, for us, us. but and state's it, been dealing with it for a long time yeah uh colorado, started out west right yeah. yeah colorado like 60 years ago so where'd it come from does anybody know like literally how it i developed? really mm-hmm. I really don't. Yeah. Uh, I, I think it come from a high fence enclosure to start with, or some kind of. Of course, it did. Um, domestic type. Gotcha. Yeah. And it affects all deer, uh, which w- would be even antler, any antler stuff, elk, moose, uh, of course, mule deer, whitetail deer. Ungulate. So that's kind of where we're at with it. Is we want to make sure it doesn't spread. I said ungulate. Did you notice that? I got you. Okay. So, yeah, just you did a good just job. just wasn't impressed. So, just making sure. I was, I was very impressed. Thanks. So. He uh, looked at, just so you know, he looked at me it. after he said it. So, yeah, yeah, serve it. Yeah, we uh, we did a good job, uh, or you did a good job with it. So uh, <laughs> the uh, hopefully, the and and maybe, and maybe it's the worst thing on my part, is I think the Tennessee River should slow it down naturally. You figure there's not a lot of deer going to swim the Tennessee River just for fun. Sure. Especially, hopefully, if they're sick. They won't swim. Yeah, hopefully they just decide not to, which it does. It can stay in a deer for a couple years for the show. I remember you saying that last time from the podcast, Reed Messed Up, was that you said 
it can kind of live in a deer for a while before you even know that the deer has it, yeah, correct? Like maybe even like, a year or two? Like 12 to 18 months is, is what they're saying. Gosh. So um, so it's not like something we can go, oh, that deer has it. Let's take it out. Get rid of that's that true. Deer. Now, I've I seen some guys, and I think this deer that was tested in Tipton County had signs of being sick. Really? Um, and I saw a guy last year that he was hunting, and he filmed a buck. It just looked terrible. It's bones very poor looking mm-hmm. unhealthy it limped i mean there's something obviously wrong with it so he harvested that deer took it and had it sampled and it tested positive for cwd hmm. so that for him it was pretty cut and dry now he killed that deer that deer is obviously going to die pretty quickly right. so yeah. I, I see a lot of people that's like oh there's no test no positive tests that show fatality if you watch his video, you can tell that deer doesn't have long to go. Really? Whether it's natural. He, it wasn't a deer he wanted to shoot. He's a trophy buck hunter. He's like, uh, I had to take that deer out. Mm-hmm. So, sure. Um, Let me ask you this. If he had taken that deer, turned it in, turns out it doesn't have CWD, would he have been charged? I mean, would he have, not charged, but like, would that would have cost him one of his bucks? It would have. And I yes. think for him, he y'all used should work his, on, Y'all should work on that. Which, oh, my God. He used his, <laughs> he used his buck tag anyway. Oh yeah, gosh. like a um, responsible hunter. I mean, I'm just the, uh, well, which we do have some rules in the CWD zone, which a lot of stuff has changed. It's got its own little deer unit over there now, hmm. um, and you can earn a buck. And, and if you're if you shoot a deer and it tests positive, mm-hmm. you can get a replacement buck tag. There you go. So See? we have worked on that. Yeah, so. yeah man. Yeah, hey, they're our friends, dude. Why, well, you're the one saying they should work on stuff. I'm just me. saying, dude. And we've already worked on it, so I'm yeah. just behind. Gosh, like, uh, hey, you were talking about the signs of CWD. Can you can is that just what it is? Like if, if you see a deer that, you know, because I, I know a lot of our listeners are are wondering if they see a poorly looking deer. Oh man, does that deer have CWD now? Yeah, I mean, if you're in the zone, it should always you should always question a poor looking deer for sure. Gotcha. Here, okay, should you harvest it every time? Mm, would you i mean in I, the zone yeah absolutely yeah if i'm in the zone uh and and i have you know the buck tags and stuff because they still they still only start off with two i think yeah um and then they want they want the deer tested uh, we we as a state mm-hmm. and 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 hunters should want deer tested absolutely. as well for sure you get more test results you can really figure out how bad it is and then you know i think some some were surprises um the, the guys harvest the first couple they harvested deer, and they had no idea that they were going to test positive. And all of a sudden, we call them a month later and say, "Hey, that deer test positive for CWD." Hope you had made sausage out of it. Yeah, I hope you haven't <laughs> ate sausage out of it. Which, Can you uh, not eat CWD deer? Um, the agency and um, it does not recommend it. Um, yeah, I mean, why would you but, know? Come on, man. I, I have but, a I have a book on my on my table. It's just because it's it's like. It's mainly in the bone, right? It's mainly in the bone. Really? So, yeah. Um, so meat. And that's is not why really if you harvest a deer from the hot zone, you know you you have to have a finished skull cap. It's in the brain, right? Uh, spinal column. So if you bring, let's just say you go over there and shoot a doe, um, so there's no antlers, nothing like that. You got to have that doe deboned before you bring her out of the zone. Mm, yeah. So obviously, I'm not going to eat any CWD deer. Just so you know, um, what I eat personally, no, but I can kill 300 does a exactly. year. So I'll yeah. go find one that. But once test positive, if I didn't know, I didn't know, you know. Yeah. And I think it. I, I was actually talking to a guy this week. It tested positive 
in New York or somewhere up in the the northeast, and they the deer that test positive was served at a banquet for a lot of people. So, <laughs> oh shoot, um, I'm not able. <laughs> and <laughs> I'd say they're all under monitoring for a little while, but but there's no never been. Do, a have, do we have? A, have we, has everybody dude, talked to those on. people? I mean, has, everybody, has everybody talked to everything? Everybody check at that on banquet. Your, whose man's? Have is we this? called the guest list? There's yeah. a guy in the corner like. <laughs> Yeah. So uh, no, but think about asleep. this. Think about this, though. As long as that's been around, okay, and in all the states that it's in, with all the people that are consistently eating, oh, there's, wild there's, game, there's no, there's cases. no reported cases. No, no reported zero. cases to humans. So like my so Jeff Hyde needs to calm down. Oh, we got a buddy that plays <laughs> guitar for Eric Church. He's awesome. Great songwriter. Congratulations on your number one. Yeah, absolutely. Couple and, weeks and ago, Jeff new Hyde. baby and, and your new baby. He's yeah. rocking. But he's like. Giving all his deer meat away because he's terrified of the CWD thing, and that he's killed those deer in within our area. I wouldn't worry about it, you know. Uh, yeah, tell him to call. I down. mean, you know, if you're the first guy, I'd still like to write. They Jeff. will probably name it after you. So if you're the oh, first guy, oh, that's kind of cool. Like, hey, I would. Wait, how long am I going to die immediately, or am I just going to have to like twelve to eighteen months? Am I going to be Magic to say, Johnson? 12, Twelve to eighteen months. You know, Magic Johnson's had AIDS for like bro sixty years now. He's too still soon. Living. It's still too soon, dude. It's not too soon. <laughs> The uh, um, back back to deer, the uh, you know, sixty years. There's a lot of guys that eat it uh, yeah. in the Midwest. It's funny. Before we had it, there was a map came out, and it was hunters who have gone to CWD hot zones, harvested deer, and where they live. And I think QDMA or somebody put this map out. Are we on that map? They were everywhere. Oh, okay. All over, all yeah. over the United States. So, like, I was about to say, because we've definitely been going out west and bringing deer back, but we do skull cap them. And yeah, the that. proper way. Yeah, yeah. So, sure. I mean, but still, which you're everybody not should tested. So you wouldn't know, and so we we might have obviously, eaten it. you know, if and the way I would do business, if, if it looks healthy, eh, if it's got it, you you just pr- unless you get it tested, and we're not testing here. Right. Yeah. We'll do our test on opening days and stuff like that. But if you call me up on a Wednesday morning and say, "Hey, man, I shot a buck," if you want it tested, you can send it off to your for yourself. You but can, you ain't gonna come right. But I'm I'm not taking the sample because we're not in the zone. So, so. TWA is lazy, is what you're saying? Um, no. So <laughs> dude, uh, maybe we maybe. need their help. Like, I'm just dude. I'm picking on Rick and Rick and Rusty. What a The thunder. The biologist. So I don't even take the samples. You seem pretty smart to me. Yeah, they're smarter. So they teach yeah, me what I know, are. which is just a tiny little speck of what they know. So continuing with CWD, what can so, we do as hunters to combat it? Uh, one, uh, have your deer tested over there. Kill some deer, especially if you're high on does. Shoot them. Yeah. Right. The the couple Hardeman County and Fayette County are top five, usually top three deer harvest counties in the state. Hmm. Yep. It means there's a lot of deer. Yep, and we've hunted over there, and there's plenty of uh, of those places you can take your check-in uh, station. Yeah, hungry. What is it? Hunters, Hunters for the hungry. hungry. Hunters for the hungry. Yeah, you so, don't shoot uh, it, don't take it. Don't even have to gut it. Yep, get get them I mean, tested. get it tested first. <laughs> yeah, maybe. and gut it for um, them. But, but there's a lot of ways. Now you can earn a earn an extra buck by having two does tested. Yeah, or antlerless. But um, you know, we're wanting the test. Uh, right. We're not in that complete annihilation mode. Obviously, we need to lower the deer herd. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's if they spread it nose to nose, the less noses you got there. We're not saying destroy your farms. Right. Or at least I'm not. I'm not sure what everybody is saying, but, right. this, but that's, that's what they, and obviously if you're not hunting, you're not in the hot zone, don't go to the hot zone and kill something. 
and bring, and it, back. bring it back. Exactly. You're spreading it. How yep. do you think it randomly appeared? You know. How do you think it randomly appeared here? Oh, human. Really? There's no doubt. From Illinois, or I mean, if you look, look at Midwest. the blobs of CWD. Um, you know, you got yours in the Midwest, which is natural. Some of it naturally grows, some of it don't. Then you got some all the way out west. Then you got some in Virginia now, uh, down at the Mississippi, which were us in Mississippi. Ours are fairly close, so mm. it's probably a natural. It's probably some spread, guy so. from Mississippi. Yeah. So we'll blame some guy from Mississippi. No doubt. But, yeah. but um, the um, uh, there's no doubt. You look at the map. You know, it's it's been brought, and a lot of hunters are like, ah, whatever. Ah, it ain't no big deal. You know, it's not going to kill the deer. It's a big deal. It's a big deal. They've been living with it for 60 years in Colorado. Yeah, yeah but it's really affected some of those places. For sure. And, and it will continue to affect them. It, you may not notice it until you, you know, most hunters want mature deer. Well, those mature deer are the ones that more like mature bucks are often more likely to end up with it. So that uh, may be your age that class that's affected. So. Yeah. <sighs> read, read through the rules. Be cautious. Um, don't panic. Just keep on deer hunting. That's the main, the most important thing. Yeah, yeah. Is like like you, the guy you're talking about. Yeah. Like <laughs> he's if, actually if a good dude. If he quits hunting, <laughs> like that's one less guy that we need in our sport. For sure. No so, doubt. Um, For sure. I've got some families up here. They're like, oh, I'm throwing away my deer meat. And I'm like, well. See, I'm like, just give it to me. They, uh, it would be a waste. You know, It'd be a total and waste. So, um, you know, it's still organic. Free range meat that's running around no probably doubt. probably better than most store bought stuff. So you know it's interesting you better. say that we had a we had a call come in um, a while back and they were like, "What are you doing?" No, you're good. Okay, you want to do a dog check? Uh, yeah. So we had a call come in and uh, I had posted something. I would posted myself shooting some squirrels and cooking those squirrels and eating them. Dude, I love I love squirrel. I don't know if you ever ever eating it but like i had a this lady call in and she was like that's disgusting that you would do that and i was like well let's talk about why it's disgusting she was like okay i said why do you feel like it's disgusting that i ate that squirrel she was like because it's just like a rat and i was like well no it's not i said uh what'd you have for lunch she was like a hamburger and i was like where'd it come from she's like five guys and I was like, do you know where the hamburger was raised? She was like, no. Or do you know where that cow was raised? She was like, no. Yeah. And I was like, probably in an acre lot with feed troughs all around the outside, fenced in. And it was probably slamming down some grain. And I was like, where do you think it goes to the restroom? She was like, I don't know. I was like, in that acre lot. So guess what? It, with all those other animals in there, guess what they have? They do. They get cuts. They maybe roll in that feces right so then all of a sudden how do you combat that well you pump them full of antibiotics right to keep that down she was and she was you could tell like her mind was changing as we were having this conversation and i wasn't being a jerk about it i was just like don't just because like you're not as educated on something as as someone else like don't call that dirty like that squirrel has eaten who knows what but He's not being pumped full of antibiotics, and he's not living in an acre pen. That's true. Um, that's and that's. Are you kind about of to a, tell me squirrels are dirty? No. Okay. Good. <laughs> I mean, they eat their own feces. Yeah. Uh, Come on, man. Know. What do you mean? You don't like them? 
I I eat them, okay. but I'm not a huge fan. It, it, that's because there's so much work to clean. Yeah, there's a lot of work. For I'd not rather a lot clean of three deer as one squirrel. But for uh, sure, me. the um, you know what what's crazy to me, and not even beef because I love beef, pork, chicken, me I'm, too, dude. I'm meat, just no whatever. Doubt. So, um, is processed, manufactured stuff like right. any kind of tofu stuff and. Without getting too far off that way, but to- tofu off. Have you uh, had Have you had the Impossible Burger at Burger King? I don't think I have. <laughs> so you and Dad loves it. He does. Oh yeah, he tried it. It's like zero. Yeah, zero beef. All like natural product. I can't believe Dad tried that. Oh yeah, I it mean, does. It, it tastes like a burger. Fine. You yeah. know, <laughs> if if you put the right stuff in there, whatever to each his own. It's, it's kind of like a Asian carp, which definitely that's a long topic. But uh, glad you brought that up. Can we yeah. hit it for a second? You know, they're actually yeah. really good. Like Asian carp is really good. The way which the our fisheries biologists have made some that I have ate, and those guys could fry up shoe uh, leather. Yes, and make it good. I mean, that's they're. What I they're not only are they experts at fisheries, <laughs> but they're really good cooks. When okay, it comes to cooking fish, and it was great. So like, tell me, was it like little fillets? They do whole fish. It was like a fish tender. Um, Gotta try. I'm gonna have to try it. I am too, dude. We're it, gonna have to it try. It was good. It was white, flaky, um, nothing like you would have ever imagined. Um, <laughs> I don't know how much the cleaning process was. We the first time they they caught them and and cleaned them. And the second time I had them. They went to a commercial fisherman who's now doing this to try to slow down the the absolute yeah, growth astonishing of growth of them. Sure. But, um, and and but you know went, what? If they taste good, that's going to help out them. That's going to help them rock them out. They're cheap because oh nobody wants to eat them yeah. right now. That you know that's the problem is they can't really get them. No, like the market's not there. So you know maybe I'm advertising it or not, but yeah. it, it was good. So which you know I eat some fish from time to time, but. Um, you ever had grass carp? Grass carp? I can't say I have had it. Yet. It's probably different. Yeah, it's probably gross. I've never had a grass carp. I don't think I've ever ate common carp, but Asian carp. How big was big the fillet? I'm kind of I'm kind of curious. Like, what size was the fillet? Uh, they had these cut up in tenders, so I don't even. I never even saw the fillet. They just had the fryers. So let's so talk about was texture. Like, was it like fish or more chickeny, or are we talking? It was fish, and it was like uh, flaky fish, like. Um, like crappie fish. or like crappie ish. Uh, I'd hate to compare it to crappie. Of course, they were bigger than that. They were bigger chunks. Oh, they were. Okay. Yeah, if you get uh, let's say four or five inches long, you okay. get around your thumb. Yeah, just kind of a tender. Yeah, and um, it was it was flaky. You could break it. I mean, you know? comparatively to like catfish. You know, I if catfish, a- if the best catfish you've ever had is a ten, catfish is like my family. Three loves catfish. catfish. Oh my gosh. I'm a brim guy. I'll eat brim. See, I've had some bad catfish where you get the dark streak in there and stuff. And I'm sure these guys cut this out. Yeah. But if you get those whole catfish flays, sometimes they're hit and miss. So is it a little like fishy? You know, it's it's good. I mean, it it, it was just to me, it was just good fish. And like I say, those guys are professionals. So I'm not saying it, you know, I've never had it. I mean, I'm pretty professional. So at what? Cooking fish. Cooking fish. Yeah. Cooking fish. I would consider myself. Well, you should try some then. Okay, I'm going to absolutely. The first. Cha- well, Remy, how do you catch Remy? Quit licking his Nikes. Shoot, uh, <laughs> you shoot, uh, shoot him with your bow. Can't yeah. catch him with a rod and reel. They're tough. Fishing. They're probably nah. tough. Yeah, I mean, some, sometimes they snag them in the mouth because there's some. Sometimes there's so many of them. 
that you're out there bass fishing and one just you, you just, just have to hook it. Yeah. Have you seen the video of the electric shock? I have. What? That's pretty wild. Can you explain that? Wait, I haven't seen it. What is it? Is that t- is that that was the uh, on the other side of the dam, which would be Kentucky. Yeah. Kentucky, uh, we were yeah. on the upper side. They're on the lower side. So they're they're trying out some sound barriers at some of the, the locks, especially. Obviously, the fish run upstream right. a, lot, a lot, and that's how they're spreading. Huh. So they're trying out these, they call them sound barriers. I guess it's like a high-pitched sound. You know, that you, sometimes insane. you can put them in there and it annoys the dogs and all that stuff, yeah. but humans can't hear it. I don't I don't know if we can hear it or not, but it's underwater, so get your head out of the water. Gotcha. But the, um, <laughs> so when they're get doing those at the bottom of the dams, the the fish go the other way. So I think it was Barkley. Like yeah. Barkley. I think it was too. Um, they, How do I not know about this? They it's turned on it on. It's, there's like a probably a billion you be using. Yeah. When they turned it on, it Dude. was insane. They like just the fish just fish. going everywhere. Oh, bro! They drop in the water and all of a sudden. It looks like it looks like boiling water. I mean, like, were there other fish? Like, hey, no, it's mostly just the carp. It's supposed to just really annoy the carp. Yeah, only. It, Hang on, man. It, you mean to tell me they have figured out a high pitch sound that annoys one kind of fish well, and say, not the say, other five thousand? I would say I mean, others. Yeah. And they were shocking some of those too. Yeah. So the shocking, Dude, shocking gets bad long. day for a carp on Lake Barkley. Um, well, it's, it needs to be a bad day for a carp on Lake Barkley. Carp, like there yeah, were so many taking coming it, up. Taking like they were trying to net them, but they days. were flopping in the boat. Yeah, like, they're literally like like their boat was full of. fish. You've never seen anything like it. Yeah. Yeah. Like this video, you have to watch the video. Yes. It's, it's yeah. pretty good. So, but wow. I think we're partnered in on that project as well. But of course, they're they're at the bottom side of the lock. So, um, but I from what I hear, Barkley is one of the worst. Wow, like Barkley as far as the carp. But, what's what's you know, ba- what's the, what's the bad ones around here? Like, how's Pickwick doing? Because well, we, we have them in the duck now. Really? Um, and of course, the duck uh, is a scenic river. No commercial fishing. You know, even you wouldn't even be able to get a commercial fisherman up here to get them. Right. Uh, it's not really navigable. And they're probably all the way to Normandy Dam. Two years ago, they were at Columbia Dam. And and they're they're watching them there, but there's not a great way to slow them down. Right. And the ones that the first batch were like all thirty pounders Dang. from I want to say it was like a 2011 flood. Like they come from a flood, and uh, then they start just woof. And, and they're not supposed to be able to reproduce in a lot of these rivers, but if if the weather's right at the wrong time of year, then they can, and then you're really in trouble. So yeah, yeah. and now they're now they're small. Now they're yeah. they're yeah. three and four pounders just jump. I mean, when you're riding down Barkley Lake or Kentucky Lake, dude, they're jumping behind your. Yeah, boat. Kentucky Lake's supposed to be bad. Really, uh, like Barkley, yeah. that's supposed to be the hot, the kind of the hot areas. Of course, the Mississippi River, but we're not, we're not as concerned about that as we are our waterways, and and uh, it's a huge topic. Even recreational boater, you know, you imagine being pulled on a tube and get hit with a 40 pound fish in your face. Oh, you know, it's, you're yeah, talking about mess, breaking stuff necks. Up. I'm surprised it hasn't happened. No joke. That's and, breaking necks. And bass fishermen, obviously, you're filling the, or fishermen in general, but uh, I know Kentucky Lake used to be a premier yeah. bass fishing spot. Seems to have slowed down some. Really? So it's affecting. They're blaming the carp. But they're, of course, carp, they're, they're definitely taking up biomass. They're yeah. just wasted space. Right. Uh, but they're filter feeders, so they're not just eating minnows and stuff, or at least for the most part, I'm sure. So they're not competitive, really. Uh, but they're they're affecting the food chain for sure. Yeah. Somewhere up, taking up lines. ecosystems. Yep. So bad deal. Um, between that, CWD, 
man. Tennessee. Yeah, let's have some good news, man. Yeah, Maybe we could talk about some good news. T- uh, Tennessee's. Uh, we have a had a world record deer, and we have a lot of world record fish. There you go. Heck yeah. And then, I guess the competition's coming in from. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just bring us back down. Yeah, somebody's always trying to bring the man down. That's so. right, dude. That's right. Uh, EHD is sticking on oh, bad news. Here we go. <laughs> yeah, this guy. EHD's kind of bad in our area. Oh, oh right. Okay. Great. Getting better or not? Just... Um, I hope it rains soon or it turns cold soon. Yeah, so let's talk true. about why EHD is so prolific this year. EHD is um, what a lot of people call blue tongue. Right. Um, and it's natural in the south. I do feel like we have seen a deer with blue tongue. Do you remember that deer in Missouri? And yellow, it was hanging up, and they went to pull the skin down, and literally it just went psh, like you were just peeling a banana. Is EHD where they you'll find those around water because they burn up inside? Hemorrhaging. Yep, they, oh my disease. god! This is, yeah. I think, the technical term. Epizootic hemorrhagic disease. I yes, saw, I saw it. You didn't even people, get that right. D- Epizootic hemorrhagic. Epizootic. Guys will just call it uh, hemorrhagic disease. Uh, and, I'm stick and, with blue tongue, I think. Yeah. And a lot of people s- s- just say blue tongue. Uh, EHD is kind of what I just go with. But uh, cool. So EHD, do I. CWD, uh, I see how some people are getting confused. And I don't know if it's worse this year, which I think it is a little worse. But a lot Great. of people are freaked out because of some of the other diseases they've been hearing about for last year. So now they're reporting all these dead deer. Usually they get a fever, and that's where they find them in water. A lot of them will just be dead floating in a pond or mm-hmm. creek or whatever. Right. Or uh, around water. Yeah. Now, they get a fever. Uh, I get a lot of calls. I had one yesterday. He's like, "What's? it's a mile from water, which the first thing is, you know, in this area, it's probably not a mile anywhere to water. But, right. Um, I mean, they get a fever, so obviously they're going to get a little delusional too. So yeah. uh, if you find a dead deer right now, that's probably what it is. Really? Um, the uh, But a really wet summer, really wet spring keeps all those. Uh, there's It's spread by a biting midge, which is like a little bite fly. Um, and it, it has to bite the deer to infect it. So it's not mm. spread deer to deer. Um, once it, it physically has to come from that fly to another deer. So we're, you know, it's not. It doesn't spread near as fast as CWD. It's not always fatal. Yeah. A lot of times they look really poor if it's not fatal. Uh, so they'll also show some symptoms and signs. A lot, later on in the year, if you kill one in November, you can look, and if he's had it, um, it'll have a lot of like, rough-looking hooves. A lot of yeah, long see, kind of. You'll see a cut across the hooves. But uh, when you have these real wet summers and springs like we've had – up until this point, uh, that gives the flies a lot of place, the midges a lot of place that normally they can't go because mm-hmm. they have to be around the water and stuff. And uh, so we need a rain, is what you're saying. We need rain and cold weather. Gotcha. So now it's hot and dry. So yeah, the man. deer are all congregating around a water source. That's the getting same place the like midges crazy. are yep. getting bit and getting bit, bit. Yeah, standing to yeah. yeah, yeah. So right now I've probably had, and I average twenty five or thirty reports a year. Wow. Um, I'm probably at a hundred right now. Gotcha. So, uh, Hickman County's getting hit. I've got some reports out of there, uh, and it's very. Sometimes it's like one little area. Let's hmm. say one community. Uh, it's just all over the board right now. So, um, can I tell you a good ADHD deer story? But you saw some rain on your way up here. I did. All right. Uh, we need a lot of good. that. It hasn't rained in a month. So, <sighs> yeah, it's not enough. Um, 
I was just trying to do so something. So one time at our at the place we hunt, it was uh the first day of rifle season. No, I'm sorry. It was uh the first day of bow season. And I walked out and there was this doe that was super poor, like you could tell you could see her ribs, right? And she had it wasn't a fawn, it would have been like a year earlier, I guess, that was kind of still hanging with her. And we saw each other. Like she saw me clearly, but I think she was just too poor to like run. And so I was like, Hey man, I'm not after you. I'm just going to go up here and hunt. And we had trail cam pictures of her. Like the whole, she was just staying in that area because there was food there and there was water close. Right. And over the course of the, of the hunting season, I saw her like start putting weight on, start coming, like coming around. And I guess she was just kind of beating the disease or whatever. Shot a buck off, off over the in the <laughs> later on in she the year. She rewarded you. She rewarded me for letting her live, dude. Yeah. yeah. Then I shot her. I remember that. No, you didn't. What? You did not. I'm just kidding. She had a baby with her. Actually, she. Oh, ran we it. don't do that. Um, she ran that baby on. We don't do that. The, uh, do you shoot mamas with babies with them, Rusty? Yes. <laughs> you savage. You T W R A is the devil. The uh, I mean. I'm just you kidding, know, dude. Sometimes just kidding. you double dude, up sometimes on them. Dude, sometimes I double up, bro. I ain't sometimes gonna lie. you double up on them. You ever had the tenderloins on a young deer, man? Oh, that's incredible. Son, like uh, bacon. Like I said, my farms are a little overcrowded, so I usually go for older does um, because they're usually the ones that's producing twins. Yeah. Or more. So Really? Older does? Well, mature. Let's say mature does. Okay, mature um, does have a tendency to produce twins greater than like first time yeah, mothering first time doe. does a lot of times they'll just have a single phone interesting That's so interesting. i'm trying to lower my populations so i'm taking out an extra is what i kind of my yeah theory I like um it. and they're old and smart and they blow and they know, do blow yep. and they know where my stands are so like you know you they know, know that, where your stands are you know where they're like rusty's in the west sure. pasture today <laughs> Yeah, sure, you like, know hey, go that old doe when she walks out, she looks right at it like, yeah, yeah, "Is he in there today?" <laughs> like, you know, it has no idea if you're actually in. You're like, "Dad, there, there she comes, there she comes, be still, be still, yeah. be still." I remember the first time we hunted Illinois, there were deer like just running by our stand, like we were in this ladder stand. They're running it was by, like not, thirteen not feet looking in the up. tree too, and we're like, "Dude, in Tennessee, that doe would have <laughs> stepped around that tree, like peering up into the." Like, he's there, right? <laughs> yeah, I got him. Yeah, like, he's been three hundred and fifty yards in that oak tree. Yeah, that's they're pretty peculiar and that's what i tell i've hunted in texas a lot and you could hunt out of a 12 foot tripod yep and i remember we brushed one in and they were eating the leaves off the bottom of the (laughs) tripod and i'm you know the the base is at 12 feet so i'm like this is a buck a a mature buck and we're like six feet apart you know he he never looks up that's pretty cool come on of course there's no tall trees and i don't know i guess uh, nobody jumps out of them, bushwhackers them out of trees like they do in Tennessee. So uh, I don't know, but yeah, it was uh, some some states just got it made, I guess. So I guess no public land over there in Texas, though. You better own something. There is no hardly any public land. Yeah, so. Pretty sad. Where were you hunting? Uh, I lived around Catula uh, for a year straight out of college on a deer ranch. So that's perfect. It was. It was Did you manage awesome. it? Yeah. Yes, I was one of three. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, and uh, I went back several years in a row uh, for a long time, and it was I loved hunting down there, um, high fences and corn piles and all that stuff. Yeah. But, uh, it um, uh, it was it was just a good buddy hunt, you know. Yeah, where yeah. You, you and your buddies are out, 
you don't have to be that quiet. You don't really have to worry about your scent as much. Sure. Now, there were some smart, very mature deer that you would see once in a blue moon. But yeah. um, Texas is, it was just a fun place. So. Because I love your stories about busting heads, you told one last time, and the one that read the podcast read messed up, you know? And uh, Is this one okay? What? I don't know if this, I'm just kidding. The one where you're like, uh, he was floating down the river and he shot and you had to run back up to the. Oh, was that, I uh, used the, the fake deer, a robo deer. Yes. Yep. Yeah. That's what it was. Deer. Can you tell that story? Cause I, I want, that's a fun, that's a cool story. So, um, so you're a detective. I was being a detective that right. day. Uh, the guy that was notorious. Um, First off, can we tell this story, or is that like too specific? That's that's fine. I think it's been years ago. Okay, I think perfect. he's over it. Yeah, he perfect. might hug me if he saw me. I doubt. There you it, go. I, mean, I wouldn't hug you if you write me a ticket. See, that's a lot of people. We become pretty good friends. I apparently like, hugged you with a booger today. Hold on, uh, you you become friends with the guys you write tickets oh, for? Yeah, yeah, and and they know like which and, and or were friends before. And it's just business, you, you know. Pop your friends. Oh yeah, dude. Gotcha, Rusty. Can we start calling him ruthless, Rusty? Yeah. No mercy. So uh, it's just business. So God, we are what... not podcasting my house. Next no, time. get yeah. out of here. And don't run a DNA sample on that ten point. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when you leave, you go straight out the driveway. <laughs> you keep your eyes ahead. Can't, can't look. Don't pet my I've dog. Been, I've been wondering why y'all never let me park around the back of the house. I always have to park in the front. So. Uh, Don't look at that mule deer out there. I'm hanging on Reed's garage. The uh, <laughs> no, uh, so and it was kind of a bad deal. But he he would always usually poach from a boat. And there's there's several. I've caught several. So it's not just one guy or nothing. Like boat that. poacher. So, boat poacher. It's a great so, name for a band. Boat, if anybody's looking for one, that is a good name. So, <laughs> poacher. Um, but uh, this one time in particular, we decided um, he was at the boat ramp. And we had permission from some guys that were having trouble out of of, of uh, him and others. It's a constant battle. But so you had like informants. Well, they're landowners on the river, okay, and uh, one or two in particular. And I'm not saying this guy done it, but uh, one time they're 13 year old kids sitting there in a in a ladder stand. He hears the boat, the boat poacher. Here, guy, the guy's shimmies up the bank and shoots a deer right in the field right in front of his 13 year old kid. Well, that's kind of terrifying. A, yeah, this kind of 13 year old kid, he, he don't even know what to do. Right. Um, and he's, he's out of cell phone service, so he just hid, which is probably what I would do. Because he probably didn't age. know what to do. He did, had no clue. Couldn't yeah. get a hold of his dad, you know, and it, it's kind of one of those things that you kind of ruined that kid. So that's For the bad sure. part about poachers. Yeah. So, um, yeah, what is that like, man? That... He, he has a negative hunting experience for sure. For so. Yeah, yeah. But uh, he, uh, uh, we we get the dummy deer uh, set up. Y'all got a name for that deer? I don't. Some some guy's name there's and what is it? Everybody calls it uh, Timex. I don't know where that come from. Timex? Yeah, that's like a common. I just call just him Ricky. Go with Ricky. Dummy. Ricky the Robo dude. Yeah, dude. So. Dumb. Robbie, that's a good one. Yeah, Ronnie he, the Robo. Yeah, like, hey, go get the dummy deer. The yeah, that's, that's me. So yeah, okay. Uh, well, if you ever need a name for it, we can come up with some good ones. Well, we'll I'll, I'll let you know. Appreciate you. I'll, I'll All right, so this guy's so. a boat poacher. He's he's downriver somewhere, so we get set up. We wait like two hours. Uh, he comes back up. You hear the boat. He gets right to us. And um, as we hoped, we had it set up in a pretty little area. Kills the boat motor. 
floats back down, and I can see him, and he's waiting. So you're hiding in the woods. I'm, I'm yeah, watching him through binoculars, and he I have, he has his gun up. He's by himself, and as the current brings him back by the deer, he smokes it, Gosh. and he's Smoke's pretty dummy. sharp, so he knew. When so that deer didn't yeah, fall, yeah, he was like, so oh, he probably that, knew. Wow. Yeah, he did. He took off, uh, and we barely caught him. We had to run back, get in the truck, go around to the boat ramp, and barely caught him. Was your adrenaline just coursing? I was tickled while you were running back to um, that truck. We gotta get him. Yeah, I was pretty tickled. God, that's uh, gotta be an adrenaline rush, man. For sure, it's uh, it is. You get those good adrenaline, just like if you're waiting on a, a deer. You know, right. it's that same. It's your trophy. You're hunting humans, out, though. And yeah, and you ever you know, shot anybody? No. <laughs> Can't say I have. Not that I know of. You ever pulled your gun? Time or two. Ooh! Hey! Live PD! Get out of the car! You watch Live PD? I do. We love that <laughs> we show. We talked about it's, it for like 45 minutes it's last pretty good. podcast. Uh, even up. the Game Warden shows, they're fairly realistic. Really? Yeah. Maybe a little over-dramatized. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but of course, it's TV. So Northwoods Law is not in the Northwoods, by the way. It's not? No, dude. Where is it? It's like uh, Southern Maine. We went to Northwoods. It's like Delaware now. Yeah. They, they moved. Uh, the Northwoods are like upper, upper Maine. Yeah. Where we I, were. I knew, uh, I went to some training with a guy that was uh, on Northwoods Law. He, he was a cool cat. Really? Uh, yeah. We um, were, we moose hunted in the Northwoods and that is some, you think we're rednecks down here, dude? Mm. Them dudes up there are crazy. Wrong. I will say this. Nicest state oh in the union. And I'll say it every time. Dude, we have our video up of our moose hunt. You ever watched it, Rusty? I don't think I have. Rusty, watch us, dude. We're cool. We were I like you on Facebook. I don't have Instagram. Are y'all are all your stuff on Instagram? Yes, dude. I'm living in like two You places. are on Instagram. I was like Instagram? hashtagging you and stuff yesterday. You're not Instagram? Uh-oh. You've been talking to somebody else, bro. Dude, are you sure you're not on Instagram? I might have a fake, but it's not me personally. Is there a check mark in the check check mark? <laughs> I'm famous. Rusty's verified, dude. <laughs> Wait, does that check mark mean you're famous? I, I think it means that somebody at least yeah. makes a fake account, so that makes somebody want to be. Is that how I that works? Reed Re- should know. He dates a girl that does that. Oh, I don't know about the blue check mark. I was told that we were going to get one, but we hadn't gotten it yet. So. Yeah, what's up with that? You need to take that girl on a date or something? Oh, uh, dude. Yeah, so. I'm broke, though. So, what we're talking about? Uh, the North Woods there. Yeah. Anyway, back to the poacher story. So you catch him. We catch him. Uh, he took it well, kinda. And that was that was a good catch for sure because there's a lot of time effort went into that, and they're hard to catch. I mean, you talk about a guy. Let's say uh, if you're on live PD trying to catch a drug dealer, he sells drugs every day. Every day. Give, give her everywhere too. You know, he's everywhere. He's yep. got to make a living. He's in contact with a lot of people that could rat him out. You take a poacher, he might kill one deer a year. Ooh. And then once it's killed, you got to wait next year to catch him. So we play in years. Long game. It's, yeah, it's it's long. You got to have some patience and a lot of luck. But you, you also talk, you know, he's by himself. So there is no other eyewitnesses to rat him out. For sure. Know? Like nobody. Golly, that would be so, hard. Uh, have you ever like just, been around town and seen a guy that you like know? You like, you did, did you, this bro. thing where you made the peace sign, but you pointed at your eyes and then you pointed at him? Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm cool with it. Once once it's done, it's done. I was talking about before you catch him. Like, like you're like, I got you next you. week, oh, bro. When I first came to this county, this is a funny story. Yes. 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 I knew one was going to come. So when I first came to the county, there was a major 
big big league poacher. Whoa, what big constitutes league. a big league? Probably poacher. that guy that just lost his license for he life. He had like 25 priors. 20 when I started my investigation. Dang. 25 priors that you couldn't prove? No, that he'd already been convicted of. Around here? Oh, okay. So like there's a, no Yeah, yeah, usually. And some in other states too. Yeah, gotcha. But you know, that's what you know, usually if you get if you catch once or twice, yeah, whatever. Uh, you catch yeah. 10 times doing the same thing, uh, or even you know, by that time, get your stuff together. Like, no doubt. Like, how is that guy not in jail? You can get away with something 20 times? Yeah, pretty much. I mean, he and some of it all came at once, you know. Like There's any poachers out there, that's a lie. You can only do it once you go to jail. <laughs> it, right. it depends on what it is. That's so, true. it depends that's on true. where you're at. Solid the, point. Uh, the, um, so nobody knows me here at that time. I'd, I'd never, but now you're verified. You're famous now. So. I was not verified. <laughs> so, um, I was pretty green. Uh, I had uh, about uh, 13 months in when I came to Murray County. So, um, but I knew the guy. I knew uh, he had some distinguishing features. Like what? A big face? Um, Don't say pretty long hair. hair. Yeah, he had some long hair. Oh, so, gosh. Um, Stop <laughs> looking at me. <laughs> the, the, uh, but, uh, uh, so I'm in Walmart <laughs> in my plain clothes, and we, we had some information on him, but we didn't know where he lived. So I'm like, huh. I'm walking around Walmart, just minding my own business. You know, I, at the time I had no wife, she, which my fiance was in East Tennessee, still in school. So, you know, just living the semi bachelor life. Yeah, dude. Don't got tell, nothing else to do. Yeah, Follow a guy around Walmart. Walking around Walmart. Hey, shoot, yeah. Look over, and it's in October, so deer season already been rolling. And there he is. And I'm like, oh, that's him. You know, because I'd heard other game wardens tell me about him and stuff. And I'm like, oh, 100%. And the week before, a guy at uh, one of the outdoor stores showed me a picture of him holding the buck, and I knew he he, he didn't he just, just head cut off. Same same story, night time. So who takes a if you're gonna break the law? Wait, what is it? Don't take a picture and put it on Facebook. Don't break if you're breaking the law. He, don't he make didn't a picture. put it on Facebook. So, but, but you knew. So he like. So yeah, sorry. He, <laughs> he had no harvest. Okay. Uh, and a guy was like, "Did I you know check exactly. him in Walmart? Like, he no, didn't have any I, I'd already looked." The guy who gave me all this information was one of those guys. He'd hunted this deer. He watched it all summer. You know, he's waiting for the time to get right. Mm -hmm. Needs a good cold front. It's October. This dude driving down the road at night shoots it. Oh, you know, gosh. just the, your tragic stories. Yeah. yeah. So, obviously, he's mad about it. He's like, I know exactly where this deer come from. It's a very distinguishable deer. And uh, so, I, will, I just follow him around Walmart. Like, I want to follow him home. Like this is my detective work right here. That's what here. I'm talking I'm about. Rusty, Rick and Rusty is <laughs> uh, on. And, and it worked rusty. out. About uh, two months later, we had him caught and convicted. So you followed him home, and you were like, "Okay, this is where he lives." This I'll put, he this, lives. In little, there for I'll two put months. this in my Panasonic Tough Book you, you, or whatever you, you got over. You snuck weird. in his house, slept under his bed. Weird, yes. Rusty. Uh, no, so <laughs> uh, link. But then, detective. so then, what, nobody knew where he lived. Mm -mm. No. He wasn't ready. Like, you can't he look was, up the driver's license or something. Uh, that one game more than that popped me over there. He knew my whole well, life story by the time this, I got to the truck. This guy was, uh, <laughs> he was sneaky. Um, he, he kept, he stayed behind on his address as always. So, oh, so uh, we didn't know where he drove, big where, where, he, where he lived. And it took, you know, the what we call boot leather to in order to make that work. You like it. And it, and it did. That's, of course, we had already had him with some other stuff. And mm -hmm. he ended up. Uh, I think about January we had a lot of stuff, and we ended up charging him later that summer, and he is revoked for life. So that was my 
my second one. So uh, nice job. Hey, way to so, go. Yeah, you know. Whoop, whoop. So, he deserves that blue check. No doubt. Verify like Rusty. Hashtag verify Rusty. Hashtag. He took like 10 other officers, and, you know, there's a lot of group effort in yeah, it. Yeah, but so. you're the one, though, dude. You like chasing You, you followed him home. I was bro. the only one that wasn't be recognized because I was so green. So Rusty. Like, oh. We'll recognize you right so now. So we'll, we'll call that fate, a little fate in there. You got to okay. have some luck. But, sure. uh, Every once in a while, you get lucky. I'd rather be lucky than... Did you get agent of the year or anything? Like rookie of the year? Rookie uh, agent no, of the year? Back, back then, I didn't. I, I, I yes, might have got dude. a pat on the back. I don't mm. recall. So. I'll dude. call somebody. That's Who are you going to call? Ghostbusters. I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. How long have we been going? Like a thousand years? An Almost. hour, an hour 25. That's crazy, man. That went by in like 10 minutes. It's quick. That was... That was super enjoyable. That was uh, fun. We got anything else? What anything else you want to ask? Do you have any point or do you have anything you else you want to talk about? Mm, I mean, I'm here. I'm here for y'all. So Dude. I figured y'all would have some like call in questions or something. We weird. had some, I but we've been talking questions. for an hour and thirty minutes, so we kinda, <laughs> kinda uh, I mean, I don't wanna I don't wanna hold you up from your dinner. It's funny because we uh, uh when I do like a I did like a church sports um a hunting yeah. dinner, wild game dinner wild game last dinner. year. Yeah. Uh, and I'm like, hey, does anybody have any questions? Well, nobody asked anything. We yeah, because they, they think like they're incriminated. They think they're incriminating themselves. People got 50 questions. So. I mean, a lot of people did ask questions, but I kind of worked them into our conversation. She, you've already answered them. Yeah. Like a lot of it was CWD stuff. A lot of it was uh, the carb stuff. Yeah. I mean, that's the two biggest things that, that not only are probably impacting the state, but also, you know, those are the social media things too that, For that sure. people are seeing on the news. And uh, that's definitely, like I said, people here are worried about sick deer with CWD and all that stuff. So, yeah, that that seems like the big the big next chapter for us as as outdoorsmen and hunters in Tennessee. Yeah, um, you know, we'll see. Uh, I know they've already banned salt licks and feeding deer there and. Uh, we ban real real deer urine statewide, mm-hmm. and most a of lot that, of states are doing that though, right? Yeah, almost. And I, I while I was in Texas, I got to see how they how they took a lot of that urine. But um, and I could see it. I could see it being a if you did it wrong or you know people just did it straight for profit, it, it could turn into a little disease factory. Yeah, so sure. Um, that's probably good. I mean, and there's no way, there's no way to test for it. That's a big deal. I mean, yeah, like if you're like, Hey, I want to bring some deer in. There's no live test. It has to be a something that's almost like, you know, usually like rabies. Hmm. Um, why'd you point to my dog when you said rabies? Uh, cause your dog's probably has a rabies vaccination. It, that's the sweetest looking little thing. There's no, oh, oh, it has a rabies vaccination. Yes, she does. Yeah, so you can right. be vaccinated. Well, you think he was just going to sit here and say you your dog has rabies? Dog. I was like, that, hey, there's bro, no way that calm like the pitbull has guy. rabies. Me and her are the only two in here that have rabies vaccination. So <laughs> True. So we're we're together. That's true. So, y'all are a team, and we will straight bite you. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> she is a sweet dog. So she's yeah. just laying here asleep now. So. She's awesome, man. She's a good dog. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's kind of, you know, there's no live test, so that's a big deal. So uh, everybody just needs to take a deep breath, but do the precautions. Yeah, you hear that, man? You're not going to get Crutchfield Jacobs disease from any, uh, or you're not going to get Mad Cow or anything like that. I mean, you might, but uh, Come like on, I said, Rusty. there's nobody. Rusty keeps it real, dude. Real Rusty. R- R- real Rick Rusty. Real rusty hey, here on 107. Say, oh, no, no. Well, next week, somebody, somebody's going to get yeah, it. Yeah, and then they'd sue me, 
and be like, oh, that guy said this. Freaking <laughs> Rusty said this on. <laughs> so, and that would be my luck. Check him out on Twitter. I think he's verified. <laughs> The uh, fairly famous. Well, it's funny because before we had a cougar in Tennessee. Oh, one, here we go with the Black Panthers. Before we had that one Black Panther move in back in '87. <laughs> the um, but now, like I used to always be like, I don't care what you saw, it wasn't a cougar. I mean, there's no a hundred years. There's never been a confirmed boom cougar sighting in this state. Do you hear that? And then all of a sudden, poof. There's one on trail camera. So I had to eat those words. So now I'm like, eh, 99% chance. And you know, you still a good chance. What about Black Panthers, man? They don't exist. Oh, I remember that from last podcast. Oh, too. That you messed up. I got punched in the chest by Black Panther. Yeah, I heard, I I forgot of that story. So, uh, (laughs) we'll save it. We'll We'll save it for next time. Most people know that. Yeah, I literally got punched in the chest by Black Panther. Yeah, yeah, you did. Well, we'll talk about it. Rusty, yeah. will you come back on? Anytime. Dude, Rusty came back with a no beard. No beard. It's summer. It's hot. Let me look yeah, at that picture. I, I got a, Rusty put me in handcuffs last time. We'll post that picture. I didn't even picture. bring them in. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't even bring the cuffs in? <laughs> no. No, I was, I was mm. going for the the lounge stall. So. Yeah, no gun? Yeah, good. I was, I, you I, had I, your gat on you last time. Dude, he didn't know what he was walking into. It's in the... It's, it's, it's handy, so... Uh, okay. Mine is, too. So, you know. <laughs> so, what's up? <laughs> so, square up, Rusty. <laughs> so, yeah, we forgot all. I forgot all that stuff. Yeah, too bad. Dude, thanks for coming by. I'm yeah, sorry. I'm I think sorry. this one's good. I think this podcast, like, the volume is good and everything. If you mess it up. <gasps> oh, my gosh. No. Nah, so, uh, other you, than, uh, we, we're having children. No, just kidding. <laughs> yeah, when are you having your kid? In October. Wait, you already, uh, ha- you already have one, right? I yeah, have he's one. about to have another. Yeah. He said he was painting the nursery. I was like, dude, we just got all that Dang, done. Dang, yeah, yeah, Dad's about to have one. So Thursday. So you, you know, we got you got to make sure it's good this time because we're gonna have to have about a month off. So. Yeah, we'll have. A, so we'll have good. to go. So I'll be out September. The rest of September, you'll let's be out do, October. Let's do a let's do a mid like a. We'll do like a late November deer hunting recap, TWRA recap numbers and stuff. You can tell us about okay. popping heads in if November. Any, if you've seen it, yeah, if you've popped any heads or CWD numbers or any of that. Yeah, I'll be around, so. Perfect. Well, it always works. Rusty, thanks, dude. Hey. Do you have a deer you're hunting this year? Like a, like a good one? Uh, he died. Oh. He got run over like oh. Friday. Dude, why'd you bring that up? This is like the bad news. I don't remember that story. I had two. I, I don't even think of it. I just got a picture today. It was a different one. I had two. I think one died from EHD because he just disappeared. No way. Hang on now. They Both disappear. disappear right now. They disappear right now. Yeah, but he's pretty regular. Okay, sorry about that. He probably died. Uh, you know, he anybody... was coming in daily. Nobody got him in velvet? No. Not that I've known out of the 10 deer that we had checked in in Murray County. So True. <laughs> uh, he disappeared right before the velvet hunt, which, you know, he does. Yeah. Uh, it's not uncommon for that to be the time of year where they transition off somewhere else. Right. But... I've just about tracked every other. I, I'm, I'm a land manager. And that's kind of what I like to do. I like Ooh. to keep up with the deer and uh, all my neighbors and people on my hunting lease love it because I'm like, hey, look at this deer. And then they go and kill it like next week. So that's kind of, yeah. Well, whatever. Maybe kill it so, um I, I like to share. <laughs> just the big one. So I'm going to share. You got to show him the three year old eight points. Yeah. So. <laughs> not the, not the five year old 160. Well, he, he was a five year old 8.1 of them. I've been watching for three years. Oh, oh man. So I kind of know. Yeah. Like at least I should be getting him on camera somewhere and I'm not. And right. He just disappeared about EHD time. Yeah. So my luck, he's dead. And then the second deer I had coming in pretty regularly. 
uh, is another mature eight point, which he had some kickers, but um, yeah, I just happened to be scrolling through the internet and there he was dead underneath the guardrail, got hit by a car. So, um, <sighs> if you close have to you? that deer, you forgot to report it, so we need to have a talk. Hey, nice. Let's get but, that deer reported. Uh, you yeah. know, if it's a roadkill deer. You can keep them. You just got to report, report it. Report it. So. so somebody took a picture of it and then took it home. Uh, somebody took a picture of it and somebody else cut it head off and took the head. So not cool. Um, which you know, like how says, does that work? If we hit a deer, do we? That doesn't count. Like it's one of our bucks. It doesn't. You just call. <laughs> you are you so concerned. I mean, I've never done that. He's so concerned about this buck. <laughs> yeah. You just call and get you a. Uh, a permit or something. Uh, it, it's a number. Used to, it'd be like a handwritten type of deal. Now, uh, in this fancy computer, you just send it on up. So tough book. The, um, <laughs> but um, you know that that was definitely like I was like ah, he was he was one of the more mature deer. But was he close to you? Was it killed close to you? Oh yeah, yeah. That he was sucks. run over on the highway that joins it. So <sighs> or close, tough. close anyway. So I don't know tough if he got book. thirsty. Cause it's so dry and I don't have good water on my side, so he's got to cross the highway and it got him. So, yeah. so I appreciate you bringing that Sorry. up. Sorry. <laughs> well, hopefully by the time yeah. that next time you come, I was gonna say you could show us that picture of that deer, but maybe next the other deer that shows up. Yeah. You Thank know, you all for listening to the bad news episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right, man. This is awesome, Rusty. We can't wait to have you back. Hey, Thanks for right. being a trooper and coming back. This I promise this uh, audio is gonna be good. Hey, you don't look weird with your beard shaved. So congratulations on well, that. Thanks, I'm... dude. I look like a nine year old. Oh, Shape, yeah. Well, every time I cut it, it grows back a little grayer. So mm. that's the bad part. And uh, Dude, that's what Rogaine's for. I grow, uh, I grow Rogaine. it back out in the winter. I keep it. It's just hot. So yeah, I'm gonna let mine go. My my two year old, they get to the yanking on it. So mm. and he likes the way it feels all stubbly. So. <laughs> Is that a thing? Like they yank on them? Because uh, I'm about to have one. Yeah. When's got, that kick? A little while. Okay. So they'll be they'll be climbing on it. <laughs> Great. All right, get out of here, Rusty. Thanks, all man. Right. Thanks, Rusty. I got a tendency.